Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me once again. Or should I say, good day, mate. That's right. Tonight, we are heading to Hobart, the capital of Tasmania, Australia. Tasmania is an Australian island and is one of the six states of Australia. Sometimes known as Tas or Tassie, the island of Tasmania is located some 150 miles to the south of mainland Australia with the Bass Strait Sea between them. It is, by comparison, the same size of Ireland or West Virginia. And there are plenty of dark corners here. This island is a hotbed for paranormal activity. Tonight, we will discuss three highly haunted places in Hobart, a restaurant with a mischievous and some malicious spirits, and a mansion, now hotel, whose dead owners are still hanging around. But first, a bit of history of Tasmania and Hobart. And I do mean a little bit. Tasmania was initially inhabited by an indigenous population, the Aboriginal Tasmanians, and evidence indicates that they existed there the last 35,000 years. The first reported sighting of Tasmania by a European was on November 24, 1642, by the Dutch explorer Abel Tasman. Fast forward about 150 years-ish, and in 1803, the British decided to settle at Risdon Cove. Resting Cove is on the eastern bank of the Derwent Estuary. By settlement, I mean a small party was sent by Sydney and led by Lieutenant John Bowen. An alternative settlement was established by Captain David Collins about five kilometers to the south in 1804, and they settled in Sullivan's Cove, which is on the western side of Derwent, where fresh water was more plentiful. Now, it is this settlement by Captain Collins that will be called Hobart Town, later shortened to Hobart, after the British colonial secretary of the time, Lord Hobart. The early settlers of Hobart were mostly convicts and their military guards. They were given the task of developing agriculture and other industries in that area. These settlements were followed by numerous other convict settlements, including harsh penal colonies at Port Arthur in the southeast and Macquarie Harbor on the west coast. And like our Native Americans here in America, the aboriginals did not appreciate this invasion and resisted. Sadly, British's response was to deploy troops across Tasmania to drive the aboriginal people into captivity on nearby islands. So basically, a lot of bad blood, 
and a lot of sadness inhabiting this small island before it becomes developed. Now, eventually, it's Hobart that becomes the capital of Tasmania, and fellow dark travelers, it is packed with lots of ghostly haunts and dark corners. So let's go dark. We're going to start with Hobart's gorgeous Theatre Royal and the ghost that saved it. Open in 1837, there used to be a tavern called the Shades Tavern beneath the theater. Considered a seedy tavern, it served a multitude of people in the likes of rough sailors, prostitutes, and other questionable characters. It also had its own entrance to the theater. This rough and rowdy crowd, liquored and ready to roar, would often cause mayhem during the performances, and during the intermissions, the prostitutes were genteel enough to crawl over other patron seats to make their way to the restrooms with the other non-prostitute patrons. Needless to say, this shady past, it comes to no surprise that this theater currently has a resident ghost. Per the legend, an actor by the name of Fred was killed in the 1800s during a fight with another actor whilst in the Shades Tavern. Other stories suggested he died during a performance, but I liked the first version better. It kind of fits with the theater's history. Anywho, since then, good old Fred, decked out in old-fashioned clothes, has been seen wandering through the aisles, has been seen in the basement, has been heard calling actors' names backstage, and has been known to poke people in the back. And if you're there too late for his liking, Fred will tell you to get out. <laughs> That's my best Amityville horror, get out. So, okay. Anywho, many actors have claimed to have spotted Fred watching them on stage during rehearsals. He is also blamed for occasional cold chills, slamming the doors around the theater, but in 1984, good old Fred becomes a hero. That's right. The theater was nearly gutted by a fire. According to the legend, good old ghosty Fred saved the historic building by dropping the curtain fire onto the blaze, which basically contained the fire and prevented further damage. It took a million dollars and nearly two years of restoration to get this beauty back up and running, as it should. Through the years, many famous actors and actresses have graced this theater. And we're talking such actors and actresses as Laurence Olivier, Vivian Leigh, Michael Redgrave, Lillian Gish, Peter Ustuve, which I probably mispronounced, Marcel Moselle, and many, many more. Now, I've never been to Australia. Needless to say, I've never been to Tasmania either. However, if you get to this place of history and beauty, and soon, I highly recommend you taking the time to catch a performance here, because I personally do believe in supporting your local arts, especially the theater. Now, I checked their schedule, and the most awesome news ever, on Halloween, they are doing the Time Warp again. That's right, they're going to do the Rocky Picture Horror Show. And if you get there after Halloween, they're doing an interesting play titled Brian, the Bitch, and the Wardrobe. Um, the Lion, 
The witch and the wardrobe much? Apparently not. Anywho, for this performance, tickets are $45 and must be purchased online and in advance. Best news? You can also take a tour. Tours are on Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday at 11 a.m. The cost of a tour is $15 for adults, $12 concession, and $10 for kids. The tour will take about 60 minutes. As the Theater Royal is a working theater, please always double check because tours are subject to change without notice due to the rehearsals and performances. To book a tour, you can contact them or book online. Located at 29 Campbell Street, obviously Hobart, Tasmania. Per their website, they do have places to park if you're renting a car or you can arrive by taxi. Another ghostly haunt in Old Hobart is the Parliament House. Originally built in 1840 as the Customs House, it officially became the Parliament House in the 1900s, and many consider Parliament House to be one of the most haunted places in Hobart. A specter by the name of Albert is said to roam the halls of the Parliament House. Naturally, there are a few theories as to who exactly Albert is. One theory is that he might be the ghost of a convict, because a few years ago, they did find a skeleton in one of the drainage tunnels that ran under the building. Another theory is that Albert might be the ghost of former Premier Albert Oligiev, probably mispronounced even though it's in English, who died in office in 1939 at the age of 49 after playing a game of golf in Victoria. So no, he didn't actually die inside the building, but it is believed that the old premier likes to revisit Parliament and is, well, the specter is, seen strutting up and down the corridors like he owns the place. And his presence is felt around the speaker's chair, again, giving credence to the idea that the specter, the ghost, is probably the former premier. But this is not the only hotspot in the parliamentary building. In the parliamentary library, people have said that late at night, they've heard papers and books shuffling about, and when they go to investigate, no one is there. Located at 1 Salamanca Place, Hobart, you can take a tour of the parliament building. Public tours of the Parliament House are available for members of the public on non-sitting days and are conducted by House of Assembly parliamentary attendants. The tour focuses on the history of the Parliament House and the role of the Parliament House. Tours are conducted at 9.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. again on non-sitting days. It is suggested that you call ahead to check tour availability. All tours are free of charge. Okay, so we talked about plays and we talked about politics. Let's talk about prisons. As previously mentioned, Tasmania was a penal colony. And every penal colony has had its fair share of prisons. For Hobart, it's the Hobart Convict Penitentiary, a.k.a. the Penitentiary. This place had more than 40,000 convicts pass through it. It was a maximum security setting, and it hosted thousands of hardened criminals. It saw 
the execution of 31 men and one woman. So, needless to say, the Hobart Convict Penitentiary is said to contain a number of ghosts. One of the ghosts believed to be there is Solomon Blay. Some ghastly facts about Blay. Blay was an English convict transported to Tasmania for his crimes. Once his sentence was served, in 1840, he applied for the position of a hangman. And as odd as it sounds, he was hired. And he performed his first hanging at the age of 25. Despite doing his time for his crime, he was a social outcast due to his work. Blay would travel all over Tasmania to execute prisoners and often had difficulties obtaining transportation as some of the coachmen would refuse to transport him. As hangman, he was paid a modest wage, a payment per hanging, and he was entitled to keep the clothes of the prisoners he hung. That is a bit morbid. But moving on. He performed his last hanging at the age of 71 when he executed Tim Walker, an old man who had stabbed a prostitute to death. Having gained notoriety as a hangman in Hobart, it is believed he hanged over 200 people in the course of his hanging career from 1840 to 1887. Today, it is believed that he haunts the gallows of Hobart Penitentiary. He is said to be very particular and dislikes anyone touching his noose. But being honest, really seriously, no noose touching, guys. That's just beyond dark. In addition to his ghost the gallows, there are also phantom smells such as urine and blood. But this is where people were hung, so that actually doesn't surprise me. Another part of the penitentiary that has some paranormal activity are the holding cells. These are where the condemned prisoners would wait for their execution, so basically a lot of bad juju tension in these cells. Naturally, they were not too far from the gallows. One of these cells is said to hold a particularly dark entity that shows itself with its red glowing eyes to some and allegedly through a visitor against the wall. Another section of the penitentiary that has some paranormal activity are the solitary confinements. Now, these cells are located underneath the convict chapel. Many have heard unexplainable voices and sounds down there. And ladies, fair warning. Some women have claimed to have felt being kissed and or groped by an invisible presence. Also, people have reported seeing a tall, dark shadow person in the underground tunnel that links the courtrooms to these cells. People have also claimed to have felt a strange presence and the smell of rotting meat near a judge's chair in courthouse number one. Apparently, a judge passed away from a heart attack there many, many years ago. As for the chapel itself, staff members have come to refer to a ghost haunting this particular area as Ivy, even though... Some research suggests her name may in fact be Sarah. She is usually smelled rather than seen, manifesting the scent of lavender perfume, which also tends to drift into other parts of the building. But for all the misery associated with this site, Ivy slash Sarah's feminine presence tends to be regarded as a benign one. 
She has also been known to open and close doors, and you can sometimes hear her coming down the hall with the sounds of her long skirts swishing. Now, Miss Ivy, she has her own room. It houses several display cases of historic artifacts and a couch referred to as Ivy's Couch. And apparently, Miss Ivy is rather particular about her couch, as she one time told a woman resting on it in an angry voice to get out. Lots of getting outs in Hobart, but that's the story. Now, after the convict transportation ceased, it became the Hobart goal for a century, basically the jail. Today, it is a museum. Courtrooms, underground tunnels, and gallows are also part of this museum. The museum is operated by the Tasmania National Trust, and the Tasmania National Trust offers a few tours. One is the Hobart Convict Penitentiary Ghost Tour. This tour offers stories of what goes bump in the night at the remains of the penitentiary chapel and criminal courts when all the lights are turned off. The tour itself is 90 minutes, and it costs $30. And we're talking, obviously, Australian dollars. They also offer the Hobart Gallows Walk. You will be immersed in the lives of the convicts, walk their streets, step into their solitary cells, and find out how and why so many of them were launched into eternity. Now, this tour is 120 minutes, and it's $38. Now, the Hobart Gallows Walks operates between Tuesday to Sunday, and tours begin at 10 a.m., 12 p.m., and 2 p.m. The ghost tours operate from Thursday to Saturday at 8.30 p.m. It is closed on Mondays, and public holidays. For the ghost tours, general mission adults, $25. 18 for concessions or national trust members, 15 for children, and 65 for families. So obviously, the Hobart Convict Penitentiary Ghost Tour is late at night, which is awesome. So we've covered the three main P's. That's right, plays, politics, and prisons. Let's talk food. You like food. I eat food. We all food for food. That's right. Anywho, in Hobart, the hauntiest place to eat is the Drunken Admiral. A little history. In 1869, George Peacock was in the jam-making business. Moving his operations to a warehouse on Old Wharf, eventually a 12-year-old Henry Jones began working at the factory. It is this Henry Jones, not Indiana Henry Jones Jr., who later buys the jam business and makes H. Jones and Company jams. Uh, down the road, it eventually will be refashioned into the restaurant, the Drunken Emerald. Now, the owner of the Drunken Emerald says that patrons have seen Sir Henry Jones in the nearly 200-year-old building. He is seen to be wandering about and probably wondering what happened to the jam and why people are sitting on the jam job. He's been known to appear to customers and staff alike. He would be the gentleman with a gray beard 
and appears to be very upset about what is happening at the restaurant. But Henry is not alone. Another spirit dwells in the eatery, and that is of a little girl known as Millie. Millie is reported to be about nine years old with red hair and a white bonnet. Known as a trinkster, she will play pranks on the staff of the drunken admiral. She likes to uh, cause a bit of trouble, especially around the kitchen. She's been known to untie the straps of aprons of staff. She's been known to turn off the gas while the chefs are cooking. And she's been known to relocate things. Sadly, these two are not alone. There is a legend of a Chinese man who was found hanging in the courtyard behind the building in the 1880s. But it was never clear whether he was murdered or whether or not he committed suicide. However, since this bit of a mystery, there have been several sightings of a Chinese man wandering the courtyard and vanishing into a wall. Now, this wall that he is vanishing into is also the back of the ladies' room, which has led to some scary moments for those ladies using the restroom. And if that isn't startling enough, some women, whilst in mid-use of the toilet, have occasionally reported the horrifying sensation of someone trying to throttle them in mid-piddle. In fact, as recent as 28, 28, in fact, as recent as 2008, a woman ran from the toilets into the busy restaurant yelling that somebody was trying to strangle her. Located at 17 through 19 Hunter Street, Old Wharf, Hobart, restaurants are, we'll try that again, reservations are definitely recommended. Okay. We've covered haunted places. We've covered haunted foods. Let's talk about a haunted hotel. The Luna Hotel. Built in 1873, this mansion was owned by a shipbuilder and merchant, George McGregor. Mr. McGregor was also sure to add a turret to the roof of his home so that he could see the ships arriving from London. Mr. McGregor died in 1896 at his home of natural causes. But Mrs. McGregor, Harriet, her death has a bit of a mystery to it, and it's a little darker. There are some accounts stating that she committed suicide by jumping from the great heights of the Lena. But there is nothing in the history books confirming this. However, it is believed that the couple that stays together haunts together. Yep, that's right. The Lena Hotel, bar and restaurant, is haunted. The Turrent, the place where Mr. McGregor used to watch for ships arriving, is considered the most haunted spot. Both Alexander and Harriet have often been seen there, as well as heard their unmistakable footsteps pacing the wooden floor when no one else is around. But this haunting couple have also been seen and heard throughout other parts of the mansion as well. And despite the fact that the staff will decline to discuss Alex and Harriet, the staff is definitely aware that Alex and old Harriet are still there. Located at the corner of Runnymede Street at Salamanca Place, in order to stay here, you obviously need to make some reservations. In Hobart, you can walk, cycle, hail a cab, or take the metro. 
And as always, double check your routes and schedules before you uh, you plan your dark travels. Okay, so my dark traveling friends, that is all I have for Haunted Hobart. However, if you have a place that you would someday like to see their dark corners or have a specific tourist attraction in mind, send me an email at where the dark corners are at gmail.com. So until next time, please remember, only the few can find the beauty in the darkness, which is why I hope to meet you where the dark corners are. <laughs> <laughs>